Hey there. Welcome back to our weekly podcast Equity Masters Stock Market Wrap Up. This is Rini from Mumbai. Amid coronavirus fears, Moody's downgrades and other sector specific and macro developments, we look at all that swayed the markets in the week gone by. So let's jump right in. Speaking of the broader markets first, Indian stock markets mostly remained in the negative zone during the week except for Wednesday. Indian stocks traded higher on Wednesday as fall in new coronavirus cases and assurance from the government to tackle the epidemic's impact on businesses boosted investor sentiment. Asian stock markets were under pressure amid concerns over coronavirus outbreak that has slowed production and weakened demand in China. Crude oil witnessed selling pressure during the week. Prices fell below 57 US dollars a barrel amid lingering concerns over the economic impact of the coronavirus outbreak in China and its effect on oil demand, tracking losses in financial markets. Now, in an update from Fed minutes released on Wednesday, Federal Reserve policymakers were cautiously optimistic about their ability to hold interest rates steady this year even as they acknowledged new risks caused by the coronavirus outbreak. The readout on Wednesday of the policy decision at which policymakers unanimously voted to keep interest rates unchanged in a target range of between 1.5% and 1.75% also showed Fed officials were skeptical about any big rethink of the central bank's inflation target. Now in the news from airline sector, according to the data released by aviation regulator, domestic passenger air traffic growth for January 2020 came in at 2.2%. In comparison, the growth in domestic traffic in December 2019 was 2.6% compared to December 2018. As per the reports, the passenger load factor in the month of January has shown decreasing trend compared to previous month due to the end of tourist season. The passenger load factor measures the seat capacity utilization of the airline. The passenger load factors of Air India, SpiceJet, GoAir, Indigo and AirAsia declined in January as compared to December last year. Moving on to the news from economy, India's exports dropped 1.7% in Jan, the sixth straight month of contraction, on account of a significant fall in shipments of petroleum, plastic, carpets, gems and jewelry, and leather products. According to the government data released, imports also fell for the eighth consecutive month, down 0.8% in January. widening the trade deficit to a 7 month high of 15.2 billion US dollars last time it was in june 2019 when the trade deficit aggregated at 15.3 billion US dollars in another news now i'm sure you would have heard about moody's cutting india's gdp growth forecast Well, Moody's slashed India's GDP growth forecast to 5.4% for 2020 and 5.8% for 2021, down from its previous projections of 6.6% and 6.7% respectively, on slower than expected economic recovery. 
In its update on global macro outlook, it said India's economy has decelerated rapidly over the last two years and economic recovery is likely to be shallow. It added that the reduction in India's growth rate reflects domestic challenges rather than external factors. The reason the markets were down on Tuesday was in part due to that. Co-head of research at Equity Master, Tanushree Banerjee has a simple recommendation for you. Ignore it. Yes, now back in November last year, the same Moody's had cut India's rating. Even then and now, she only says buy Indian stocks. Well, she says and I quote, take the advantage of the negativity in the stock market and buy the best stocks that are poised to ride India's economic recovery. The Moody's rating downgrade will not affect the rebirth of India at all. It will also not affect my pick of the seven best stocks in the market. The ratings downgrade could only serve my readers like you to buy these stocks at valuations that are favorable. And don't be in a hurry to see markets soar. Stay assured that the Moody's rating downgrade is a final indicator of an inflection in India's economic and stock market potential. It is a sign to buy." Now, there is yet another irreversible megatrend that is showing no signs of slowing down. It is the growth in the assets under management of the Indian mutual fund industry. After a few hiccups in the first half of this fiscal, strong inflows in mutual funds have taken the industry's assets under management to a new high. Can we call it a saturation point? Well, far from it. The total assets under management of India's mutual fund industry is just about 13% of India's GDP. This mega trend of financialization of savings has a long runway ahead of it. Next, interestingly, mid-caps and small-caps have been outperforming the benchmark Sensex. We have been telling you about the rebound in small-cap stocks in 2020 for quite some time now, and the market trend since the start of 2020 tells us it's already happening. Since the start of 2020, small-caps have beaten large-caps by a wide margin. But this is just the start. We believe small caps have a long way to go. You can make good gains with a careful selection of small cap stocks and long-term horizon. As per Richa Agarwal, editor of our premium small cap service Hidden Treasure, fundamentally strong small cap stocks will not only survive but thrive in the long term. She has narrowed down on one such small cap stock. You can access the report by logging into hiddentreasure.in. So on that note, we got to wrap it here. Do come back next week for our market analysis and updates. Remember, it's equitymaster.com. Before I sign off, I would like to know whether you like our podcasts. If you have any feedback or views, make sure you leave a comment down below. I look forward to hearing from you. This is Rini signing off.